Welcome to All Villa, No Filler, a podcast about Aston Villa, the world's greatest football team. On Friday, it was confirmed that the club had signed Coutinho from Barcelona on loan until the end of the season. I'm joined on this episode by Graham Hunter, an expert on Spanish football. I started out by asking Graham about Coutinho's time at Barcelona. I think Coutinho scored in the cup final that marked the end of Iniesta's career at Barcelona, where Iniesta stormed that game. Again, from memory, it was against Seville. That was a time when the coach, Valverde, was struggling to work out where Coutinho worked positionally because it wasn't Valverde's decision to, to, to bring him to Camp Nou. And it was very much the president's decision that this is the way that I, um, I, I, I close the wound, I look. Because he lives about um, you know, 50 metres away, higher up than me, because he gets to get a, an attic apartment. But he, he could be listing right now, Bartomeu. But, but his, his <laughs> ego was very much, how do I... Uh, how do I make people impressed with me having looked like an adult over Neymar? And you have to figure that into the answer to your question because Coutinho came yeah. because there was money to spend, because they thought it would um, light up the Barca support and make people think, we're a, we're a brilliant piece of business, another Brazilian in Neymar doesn't matter. It was just, you know, it's very rare that a signing like that where the criteria are skewed, then also happens to be just the right guy and just the right footballer. And Coutinho wanted to do little, you know, he wanted to play little jazz solos. Yeah. Whereas Barcelona was like all about football intelligence. When you move the ball, how, how few times or where, how you use your judgment, where to beat a man, for example. So the things that I saw that weren't working, Messi lost patience with him very quickly. He just didn't rate his football intelligence. Um, it's also true that, you know, his press is non-existent. He'll he'll make if he loses the ball, he'll make a little effort. Oh look, I'm, and then, mm. and these things began to 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 be more and more damaging as his confidence went down, as he himself worked out well. You know, the the they were still trying to play four three three and and left high up you know, in the front three was, was where they wanted him to play. Or maybe in the left midfield position, gradually he, his performances, his confidence were actually undermining his ability to play there. Injuries then put a dramatic role. And by the time he was loaned out to Bayern Munich, it, it, it frankly looked like a, a snowballing situation whereby initially he'd come into a team where he was competing for natural positions with Iniesta and Messi. Well... Hey, that's a pretty brutal task. And then as his confidence went down, uh, Barcelona's performance levels were dipping. The, the pressure of every time he came on the pitch, it felt like the media and the camp now were like, well, we'll do something. Now, that's not propitious climate for any creative footballer at all. And all I would say yeah, was yeah. It, 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 month after month, there was an erosion of understanding how to use him, his ability to understand what was needed as the system part of Barcelona broke down and gradually they went from Valverde to Kiki Setien to Koeman, to, to Koeman who spoke out loudly 
about wanting uh, Coutinho, about trusting him, about believing that that he could make Coutinho a success at Football Club Barcelona. But of course, the 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 Cuban era was was dogged with. Uh, how would you say it? A change to four, uh, three at the back, uh, which which went down very badly. The loss of Leo Messi in the second season. Time after time, yeah. it, it was a brutally difficult environment in which a player of confidence and a player of creativity could thrive. And it's been a catalogue of, of, of errors, of declining confidence and of, of chaos, a catalogue of chaos at the club. Coutinho cannot have believed that he was signing up for a club which was literally chaotic and to that degree uh, Francis he has my sympathy you know we talk about what a pressure cooker it was at Barcelona and how difficult it was just getting on the pitch every time fans expecting so much of him Um, do you think that Aston Villa um, you know Steven Gerrard as a manager somebody who he played with at Liverpool um, who rates him highly uh, is also a personal friend of his and uh, at Aston Villa, the pressure's obviously not going to be as high as it is at Barcelona. Is this pretty much the perfect move for him right now, would you say? I hope so, um, because one of the things about your club and your team is it's, as much as you're, you are under pressure, it's not chaotic. You know, it's, it's a pretty well-run club. I was really sad. I disagreed with the idea about removing Dean Smith. But now, if you look at the Beal, McAllister, Gerrard combination... You've got three very uh, distinct heads, mentalities, all of whom very much fit with what Coutinho needs, which is, uh, to be told, a very clear rendition of, of where his role is in the team and what to do, what they ex- what's expected of him, mm-hmm. pardon me. But secondly, and, and still more importantly, you talked about the manager, Steve Gerrard. Gary McAllister is a massive, massive fan of Coutinho. And right. my judgment is that Philippe Coutinho right now does need bolstering. He does need not just the... the, the we use a cheap, cheap, quick expression of an arm around the shoulder. Modern football, I think, when you're trying to get the, the maximum of a, a, a creative player who needs to take risks, accept creative risks on the pitch, it's about giving him an environment where he, he can take risks, he can occasionally fail, but he'll, he can understand where on the pitch that's tolerated, how often it's tolerated. And if you take those creative risks, as he did, more for Liverpool than for Brazil, and I, and I remember him playing in a, quite a stodgy Brazil team, often moved over to the right, rather than maybe playing on the left, coming onto his right foot, that I, I think he probably prefers. If, if, if he's in a Villa team that's functioning, that's hard-working, that's playing the brand of football that mostly we've seen since Steven Gerrard took over... It's an area where I, I think some of the things he doesn't like doing and doesn't do well will be done around him. And many right. of the things that he does do well will, will be helped to, to flourish because the daily environment isn't going to be all like, Philip Coutinho, you're, you're a god, you're a maestro. It's going to be like, yeah. we know what you can do. These are the things we expect you to do. These are the things we don't want you to do. These are the places you mustn't lose the ball. And I think things like his one-touch football, his choice of how he goes past a man, when he goes past a man, his shooting from distance, which intermittently looked interesting at Barcelona, where it looked sensational um, at Anfield. 
these are things that I see no reason why they shouldn't return. And I also believe that he's not a sap. I'm not saying he's a soft man, but I think he is one of these mm-hmm. footballers, one of these human beings that's far happier in a, in a, in a supportive environment and a productive environment. And not all footballers are like that. There are a heap of footballers, you yeah. know, who are like, you know, I don't know if, we can, if, I can, if I can be my normal expressive. They're like, fuck you, I'll show you. And like, I'll show the fans and, you know, chin to chin with rival players or chin to chin toe to toe within the dressing room. <laughs> they exist. Mm. They're fundamental to the style of football that we like in the Premier League. Um, but Coutinho is not one of those. And I think that the, the people around him and even also just getting a game you know, Frankie. For, you know, in all seriousness, he's not. He's like I said. He's four years older. He he needs. He thoroughly, thoroughly needs to be um, to be playing again, to be yeah extending himself, finding the touch, finding the movement, the dart into space. All of these things that were crucial to him that they need to return. And like we look at him positionally, um, you know, Villa tends to play a four-three-three, quite narrow. Um, we've got Emi Buendia as a creative force already up there, so the idea of Buendia and Coutinho playing together behind Watkins sounds quite appealing. Um, where do you think he'd fit in potentially at Villa? Well, if it's a four-three-three, then it, 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 the brand of football that I think the Premier League has, he can clearly play left of the front three left of the middle three or right of the middle three. My opinion is that he still feels his most productive position is in the left of the middle three. Mm-hmm. But the Premier League is so... It hasn't got any slower. It hasn't got any less physical in the years that he's been away, in my opinion. Yeah. And, you know, for a player that is is clutching at form and confidence and momentum and and physical fitness too uh, physical fitness isn't the right word uh, match fitness match stamina yeah. when you're looking for these things my opinion is that you it's it's a risk if you're playing in the midfield of, of a very hard working club so my opinion would be that if he's playing um, in a 4 3 3 then particularly if you've got overlapping left left back or left wing back, he he's a left player from the front three who drifts into a ten position. Yeah. I, I you know I th- I think not an outright winger, probably front left in a three rather than left in a middle three. I think the manager will know better than that. You ask me my opinion. The continuum yeah. I see is 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 possibly not yet ready for the. For the, the heat and the demands and the tracking runs and the pressing of 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 a three man engine room. So, whereas, you know that ability to be the link player, particularly in transition football, break football, if he's nominally left of a three up front, but is allowed to drift in because there's a left midfielder or a left wing back who can who can use the line and he comes inside, his his link play, his ability to receive, turn, and give. Particularly, look for you named Watkins, who's who's quite quick, and who's who's a guy who likes to play when he's got the opposing defence or opposing centre midfielders turning and looking. Where are we? These are things that Coutinho can definitely facilitate. So, yeah. but but you know, these are things that also that I'm sure your listeners have paid any attention to his time at Barcelona and Bayern Munich over the last four years. 
should probably know already. The, the mystery thing is, where's his confidence at? Where's his stamina at? How quickly in daily work can these things be restored? So the conditions are there for Coutinho to, to thrive. And, you know, it would be a happy... I know it's, it's much more important to you that, that he plays, that Villa wins, that you move up yeah. the table, all those kind of things. But for the neutral, he remains quite an exciting, quite an interesting player. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I haven't enjoyed some of the things I've seen him do because I, I, I like footballers who are cut slightly differently, particularly mentally. Right. But in terms of getting out, you know, of of a place where he didn't feel loved, where he didn't feel understood, and where his confidence shrivelled, I do agree with you that the, the 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 type of support you've got there the type of team that, that is around him because you have a quite a, an athletic quite a hard working team and the yeah. coaching team in good facilities that you've got for my taste you know the odds favour it being a good move and, and I'd like to see that I'd like to see him performing again All Villa No Filler on Twitter Instagram and Facebook We have to talk about the finances extraordinary fee Barcelona bought him for. I mean, I could talk about the Bartomeu era for absolutely years, honestly, extraordinary. Um, but what kind of wages is he on? Um, I'm aware that Villa are apparently paying less than 50% of his wages um, for the loan spell. Um, so kind of how much would that add up to? Uh, I, yeah, I've got a broad awareness. I'm not one of those writers that, that now... 20 years ago, I, I did not live for the transfer market, but I enjoyed it. Um, I had my scoops. It was worthwhile. I'm interested now in a strategic sense about what the market does. But I, I don't live for um, transfer fees and wages. What I can tell you is that his w- w- gross wage in euros was in the region of 12 or 13 million in, in euros. Now, you calculate that down into what that is weekly or monthly and what's clear is that Barcelona haven't as you said uh, managed to persuade Villa that they pay the whole wage that's that's right Barcelona are still assuming part of his wage it's also clear that um, although Premier League wages can be absolutely extraordinary Barcelona were overpaying in every sense They, they got just about every part of this deal wrong and therefore even should he succeed, I think there's some really big... I think he's still represented by Keir Jarabchin. And I, I think there is still some, you know, extremely tough negotiating to be done by Villa if they choose to keep him over the months. A decision that probably they'll be... I don't think they'll be finally making a decision in June. You'd imagine that by mid-April they've got a very clear idea about is this the right guy at the right time and can we do the, the deal financially in Barcelona are in a weak position. So my hope would be that if, like you and I have been talking about, Coutinho flourishes, it's possible that you can you can push through quite a healthy deal with with the selling club and then good luck with Kia Jarabjian. Do you think just as a player he's better suited to the style of the Premier League? Frankie, you wouldn't have said that. I, it's because... He's failed because it, it has been a failure at Football Club Barcelona and he was successful at Liverpool and he's now been grabbed by Villa. Yeah. 
your argument looks sound. I, I don't think so. Right. In, in fact, to me, it's 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 counterintuitive because the the Premier League is still, for my taste, oh, it's evolved so much to try to include um, much more strategic thinking. The tactical yeah. nous on the pitch compared to 10, 15 years ago is, is gigantically changed. The, the Premier League, in terms of its squads, has the, the balance between run fast, jump high, knock your opponent over, <laughs> to outthink, outplay, strategize has gone like that. And I think it's to the, to the benefit of the Premier League. And it might, it might partly be to do with hiring foreign talent in, in scouting, um, football direction, coaching, academies, and players, I think that that has play, yeah. played a huge part in in that. As has the development of young English, British, Irish talent coming through the academies in the Premier League. It's not wholly a continental yeah. improvement, but nonetheless, Coutinho isn't so outstanding that his his physical stature isn't an issue. The Premier League should be a place where. For a player like Philip Coutinho, it should be a little bit harder to thrive. You, you, your, your proposition was that the Premier League is a natural place and La Liga slightly less so. Outside Football Club Barcelona, particularly in the era when it was system, 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 La Liga should have been just about perfect for, um, for Coutinho. Not all the clubs, in fact the majority of clubs, don't play such a strict system whereby it's all about your position, your your pat your timing your your reception of the ball your timing your pass and then your next position, it's about um, where do you pop up? Can you beat a man? Have you got a shot from distance? Do the crowd love you? <laughs> Many of the things that make Coutinho an international player, a famous player, sh- should have made him c- could hypothetically have made him successful at the majority of he wouldn't have fitted well in 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 Cadiz in the, under the current manager, for example, where it's all like we don't want the ball. We've got a mistake, kick it and chase it. But predominantly across the rest of La Liga, the characteristics Coutinho has should have been absolutely fantastic. He, yeah. You know, if Nabil Fekir can, can be a success who's all improvisation and, and self-interest and greed and tricks and, and he's loved and Betis want to renew his contract and the fans think he's great and the journalists all right about him and, you know, he... It's not all that. <laughs> we're, we're completely honest. And bet this the last time I looked, we're sitting third or whatever. You know, if Nabu Fekir can succeed like that and be that kind of demigod down in green and white, then flipping Philippe Coutinho should be able to too. But you know, that that in this instance w- wasn't to be because he he uh, he picked the wrong club at the wrong time. Yeah. Um, well, just kind of on a scale of. Uh... I don't know, one to ten. Um, how excited should Villa fans be at the prospect of Philippe Coutinho joining the club? Well, it, it depends on, on the age of the people in the whole end now. <laughs> you know, if, if if you grew up watching Sid Cowens, for example, then, yeah, man, yeah. Or Gary Shaw or whatever, like I did, or Geddes. Um, why wouldn't you be... I mean, listen, football's based on... None of us would fucking love the badger turn up every weekend if, if it wasn't largely based on hope rather than intellect. So why wouldn't you be excited? Coutinho's skill set hasn't declined. 
his ability to, to fill the net from 28 metres hasn't declined. Um, he's a bundle of fun. You probably don't have a similar player in your squad, I don't think. Um, he's not as... One of the things I loved about Grealish was the, the change in him when he, he spent much more time building up his, his core strength, his, his thigh strength. And when he... In the interview with John McGinn, John McGinn said, listen, it's been brilliant. It's been watching him month after month, almost like, like do this to opponents, like, come and kick, try and kick me if you want. I'm going to push you over. I'm going to get away from you. Coutinho isn't built like, like Grealish was. So I don't think he's a direct replacement. But, but are there similar things in his repertoire? Maybe. So on a scale of 1 to 10, you know, if I were a Villa fan and I, and I hadn't been watching Barcelona my excitement would be on an 8 out of 10 if I was a Villa fan and I, and I had been watching right. Barcelona it might be a 6.5 out of 10 so I don't know what the number is in between those but I guess your, your viewers can work that out for themselves no? But Graham uh, thank you very much for coming on it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you I enjoyed it up the Villa and that's it from me I'll be back next week with George to talk all about the Manchester United FA Cup game but until then Come on, Super Aston Villa.